shout out to Ricky Crewell for oh, yes. um, sending more beats. These uh, instrumentals. Don't lick it. Don't lick it. All right. He's trying to lick his, his ball bag. Yeah, I love these instrumentals, uh, especially for the beginning of the show. Um, I love it. Yeah, it's good shit, right? Yeah, it's awesome. Um, Jeans, I'm very sad I couldn't make it to the comedy spot this week in Scottsdale. Uh, as you heard, I was sick, but I am up. Today is my first day up and running. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm back to life with, with the rest of humanity. It feels great. I've been housebound. I'm fucking crazier than cat shit. You seem much better. I feel like um, so I'll be in Austin. I, I'm going to Austin September 4th through 7th, Cap City Comedy Club. It's a great then, club. Uh, I know. I love Austin. Great town. But Texas, is everything's good. Uh, September 12th through 14th, the Underground Comedy Club in Toronto, Canada. Toronto. Toronto. T-Dot, what up? The T-Dot. And then, with my jeans, uh, we've got a nice run coming up. September 27th, we're doing Columbus, Ohio, and we've just added uh, Brian Redband and Tony Hinchcliffe to that bill. So you're going to get a Death Squad spectacular is mm-hmm. what you're going to get that day. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, September 30th, Zanies in Nashville with my jeans, just the jeans. October 2nd, Charlotte, North Carolina with the two of us. And we've just added October 6th at Cobb's Comedy Club in San Francisco. We're going to do the podcast and tell some jokes. So it's kind of a win-win. That's awesome. That's a double. It's huge. That's the big show. Yeah. Right? So much fun. Well, San Francisco, we have so many mommies in around that surrounding area. It's basically like a pregnancy store it's all mothers you know it's like <laughs> everyone's gonna yeah. have their maternity gear on. i mean it's their, gonna be just cribs and bibs the you maternity know what I mean? jeans yeah with a nice elastic band yeah it's awesome uh so all those dates tickets are on your mom's house podcast.com christinacomedy.com tomscura.com follow us on twitter at christina p and at tom Segura. that's bus up um I'm going to be in Philadelphia this week. Mm. I've always wanted... I've never been to Philly. I've always wanted to do Helium. It's finally here. Uh, 29th through the 31st. I've asked uh, fans of the show that if you have your opportunity, I want you all to come to the last show of the week because I thought that would be fun. Mm. Other people have emailed me and texted me, tweeted me. Um, does that mean we shouldn't go to this other show? We were, no, that's not what that means. I'm just saying that like, if you... It's up to you. I think it'd be fun to have as many of you as I can at the last show of the week, Saturday Late Show. So, consider it. If I come to any show, they'll all be fun. Helium and Philly. Next week, September 5th through the 7th, I'm in Long Island, McGuire's, New York. What is up, Strong Island? Come support me. Um, The following week, the 12th through the 14th, Fort Lauderdale Improv. The week after that, I'm actually going to go to T dot too. Uh-uh. Uh, I'm going to go with Rogan and do um, oh. a theater show with him. So that should be fun. Oh. September 18th, I believe, and I'll probably hang out in Toronto for a, Toronto for a couple of days. Then Columbus, then Nashville, Birmingham, Charlotte with Christina. I forgot to say Birmingham. Yeah. Oh, the Shucky uh, Ducky Stardome baby. Oh, and then it should be up there. It's not. Oh, jeans alive. And then October 10th through the 12th, jeans, comics at Foxwoods Comedy Club and Casino. Wait a minute. Is that, are you sure that's how you said Because when I was there, it was comics at Foxwoods Comedy Club and Bar. And Casino is my. my and Casino. Yes, that's huh. what I've been told to say. Huh. Okay. And of oh, course, oh, I jumped it. over San Francisco, but you already said it. People, so anyways. People changes. It changes from the bar to people the changes, casino. People changes, man. People <laughs> changes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, you can't did you, you can't control it all. Did you know, you know that we sold saying? out? We sold out. Both. People changes. <laughs> we sold out both shows in Tejas. Do you know that? Did we even mention that that we sold out that shit? Um, like I don't. A, like I don't a remember. couple of fucking bosses. Yeah, I think we did. Did we say that or no? I don't know, but we did. We sure as fuck did. That's what's up. Thankful, thankfully, thanks to all of you guys. <laughs> You guys are what made it. You made it happen. And we appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? I you know what I'm saying? 
We really I appreciate that. I appreciate <laughs> He says that, right? Jay-Z goes, thank you all for coming out tonight. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. Yeah. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Uh, uh, Texas, we appreciate you coming out. Now, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we know what you're saying. Um, you know what I'm saying? So we, um, I think we're gonna we're gonna tack on ad copy to the beginning of the show. What do you say? Yeah, fuck it. That's what's up. That's what's up. Let's do it. Let's start the show, man. Okay. You know, I mean, just fucking do it. You want your dictionary? Just put it in there. Let's quit debating. This shit is big time. <laughs> Who is Randy? Don't bring anyone mother to this. Your mom in the fucking stand. Welcome. Welcome to your mom's house with Tom Segura. Tom Segura. And Christina Pajitsin. Welcome to your mom's house. That actually, that was the wrong clip. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Okay, it's always good to hear that one. Yeah, you can't really go wrong with that, right? That one's a classic. But that was the wrong one. Oh, well. Do you want to play the one you wanted? I kind of do. If I can... Why don't we do the whole thing over again? Mm. <laughs> Let's do two. <laughs> okay. All right. Do you two. ready to start the show? Start over again? Let's start the show. You just play them another one? What do you have to say? Are you ready, Jeans? Are you ready to start the show, Jeans? I'm ready, Jeans. All right. Let's go. Honestly, it wasn't until, and this is like, this goes for almost all the moments in this scene. It wasn't until somebody was actually there telling me, you have two in you, or you have three in you, that like, it actually kind of clicked. And I'm like, oh my God, this is actually happening. I'm proud of myself. This shit is big time. <laughs> Who is Randy? Don't bring anyone <laughs> to this. Your mom in the fucking stand. Welcome. Welcome. All right, we used to do the second intro. We were Tom Segura. Tom Segura. Tom Segura. Tom Segura. Tom Segura. Tom Segura. Tom Oh my Sorry God. about that. Um, <laughs> Wait, so she was like, she, she did a scene. No, she did a scene. She did a DP. Uh-huh. Then she did a double <laughs> badge. Then she did a double anal, and then she did a triple. Uh-huh. Trip three dicks in her puss, and then three in her. And so she's saying, I didn't know until somebody was like, you have two in you, or you have three in you. <laughs> What was going on? She just didn't know. You know what I mean? Well, you can't really tell sometimes. Sometimes you what, can't tell. What do they call it when it's three? Honestly, <laughs> it wasn't until, and this is like, this goes for almost all the until. moments in the scene. It wasn't until somebody was actually there telling me, you have two in you or you have three <laughs> in you that like it actually kind of clicked. And I'm like, oh my God, this is actually happening. It's happening. I'm proud of myself. All right, all right. Yeah, that's a lot. Why do you all, but what is it about like porno girls and stripper girls that they all have to talk that way? I don't know. We're going to get, we're going to get one on the show because oh, remember the one that I, Yes. Yeah. But that, what, I, that I shot that scene with. Right. I'm gonna get her in here. Why the cadence? Why they? Why do they have to all talk? Uh, they all it, talk like Kardashians. What it been? Honestly, I mean, Honestly. I texted him, and, and he's all like, uh, "Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god!" <laughs> Wait. So, what do they call it when it's three in the pink and three in the stink? That's I don't know. I don't know. What's the porn out? You know all this. Don't no, I think... Like, don't play coy. They call... I mean, they say double anal. Right. So triple so, anal. Oh, it's just a triple? I think triple, yeah. I mean, how I many... Feel like, I feel like it should have its own special thing, like a donkey punch how or many, a, Oh, yeah. The bowling ball or whatever the fuck. How many dudes... Where's the frat boy, the committee that comes up with all the names for this stuff, you know? Well, how many dudes can you fit in there, you think? Oh, oh my <laughs> gosh. How many can fit? Ow, man. Oh man! What a nerd! Sounds like he's a he's a dad boner. Uh, 
He's wearing uh, khakis. I like dude. that part. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, how many um, can I fit in me? Yeah, how many? That's what I meant. <laughs> how many things you can fit in you? Uh fuck. I mean, are we being realistic? Yeah, here? be realistic. What race? What ethnicity are we talking? Um, I mean, are we talking three Puerto Rican? Guys, three yeah. black guys, three Asian guys, let's start, three Jewish guys, it all matters. Let's be realistic. Three oh. white guys, okay? <laughs> oh, three <laughs> white guys? You think that can just easily happen? Endless, infinity, and beyond. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I think you, you'd be a little uncomfortable with a um, double penetration. <laughs> I mean, just knowing you. <laughs> Why? I just don't think you'd what be that What do you mean? It. What's squeamish? You think I'm squeamish? I mean, you know, your birthday next year, we can give it a shot. (laughs) In DR? Sure. (laughs) With Giancarlos and Juan Carlos? Oh, that would be the best sandwich ever. Jesus. And that's neat that you remembered that one is Giancarlos Mm -hmm. and one is Juan Juan Carlos. The two two JCs. I would have gladly uh, been finger cuffed by those guys. Oh, Oh, what a neat thing. That would have been the best if those two could have come in. Happy birthday. And then bark, bark, one in the pink, one in the thing. Yeah. Because one Dominican penis is equal to two white penises. <laughs> That's really the think, math. By the way, do you think you could handle... That's the math. You think you could handle... I don't make it up. I just report the news. Go disgusting. Ahead. Do you think you could handle <laughs> uh, a DP? you think you could handle that? No. I think you could. I can't even handle taking a strenuous dump. How am I going to handle? I'll make you slap somebody in the face. I can't handle like a diarrhea. Like I can't handle a lot. Like this week I was sick. I'm not going to go into detail what it was, but I was in so much fucking pain. I can barely handle taking a difficult piss. Do you know what I mean? Let of course. Alone too dick. It's just, it's too much. It's too much. Life is so short. Why are you hurting yourself? Can you turn me up a little? What is with you and the volume? I, I need man. to hear myself. But you just had me raise it up. You didn't have me pull Can it down. Can I have a lot of that? I mean, as a lot of or not making your hair bare. I was really you proud. Know, oh my God, know. seriously? Yeah. <laughs> Jane kind of does talk like that. Like, like a porno a girl? porno girl. <laughs> Should we call Jane and be like, are you doing porn now? <laughs> I mean, really, porno, porno. Oh my God, you guys are so disgusting. <laughs> I can't laugh at it. Oh, my God. Oh, this is a big thing I got to bring up. Go ahead. My football podcast is now on iTunes. Oh, shocking. It's, it's up it and available. It up? Okay. It's made it up. It is up there. That. Um, I posted the first episode. I call the podcast, charge it to the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I misspelled charge in the RSS feed, and I'm not going to change it back. Mm. So that's cool. And um, so it's it's actually charge. Char- it's French. Chargera. Chargera to the game with ton cerveau. It's um, chargera. No, but I, I corrected the title. So whatever. Who gives a shit that the RSS is misspelled? Yeah. But Come the on. episode is up. The first episode, and uh, I'm gonna. Tr- <laughs> I'm recording the second one <laughs> today. That'll be up next Monday. These are our preseason episodes. So oh, I'm so excited. I know you love, love, love the game. Well, I love talking about football. It's not enough that we. I had to listen to four hours of the game, and then the fucking Sports Center comes on. And then three old fucking white guys and one black guy talk about the the game you guys just watched for four. I don't know what you're talking about. On it's called show. happiness. It's called love. It's called happiness. <sighs> you know, I don't like I don't like your joy. I don't like when you're happy. I know. That's what a good marriage is based on. Not being happy for the other person. It's what it feels like. <laughs> no, but it's great. Um, I hope you guys, please, I need your support. Um, listen to it. Subscribe to it. Give me... Five stars, review it, tell people to charge it to the game. Um, the first episode, I have um, a writer from the uh, Tallahassee Democrat. We talk a lot of college football, a lot of, you know. What's big, that? What's the Tallahassee Democrat? It's a newspaper in Tallahassee. So, they still have those now? Yes. And he covers FSU, but we cover we cover basically all college football Wait, stuff. He and then covers FSU. That's your favorite team. Yeah. The, the Gators. Right. Oh, no, it's the Knolls, the Seaman Holes. Yeah. That's your favorite team. Do you, have, do you see how you ruin a football podcast? Sorry. I know. Um, that's why I'm not in it. Yeah, I know. Just let me finish the sentence. Okay. But <laughs> I'm then, just excited. It's exciting. It's, you're not excited. What do you mean? I'm excited. You're not excited. 
Well, I'm just trying to clarify for people, you know? Okay. And then um, this, the next episode, so anyways, we cover all college football. Then the next episode, I get... God, that's rude as shit. What? Here's what I'll do. Sorry. Um, <laughs> that's so mean! Let me fucking finish saying this. I get uh, an Atlanta Falcons um, reporter, a guy who covers all actually Atlanta area sports, Justin Reed on. We cover the Falcons and we'll do some SEC stuff. And then I get a Big Ten guy to kind of talk back to my ACC guy. No, you're fucking interrupting. So charge it to the game. It's on iTunes. I put the RSS feed up. You can find it at my Twitter account or you can go to your mom's house podcast.com. Now you're welcome back on the show. <laughs> Welcome back. Well, I don't want. I don't want to talk now. <laughs> Good. Stupid. Uh, well, I'm excited that you can finally um, have somewhere to talk about the stuff that really is important to you. Because I know on your hierarchy of needs, it goes number one, coming; number two, eating; three, shitting and farting. I put them together. Okay. Four, football. That's not a bad list. No. So I'm glad that you're getting your fourth need met. Yeah, but that's pretty much a, most Americans' top four. Oh, barbecue. Shit, I forgot barbecue. Yeah, barbecue's top five. Let's round it out. Top five. Yeah. Barbecue. Oh, barbecue's five? Well, yeah. You get, I mean, whatever. You can mix that. Those five are pretty interchangeable. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. And Justin, you're friends with him. I, I know am that friends. guy. He, yep. was, uh, he was at our wedding, that guy. He was, and he's, uh, he's a great uh, sports producer in uh, the ATL in Hotlanta. What's up? Keep it I real. I can't believe that. It's so impressive, isn't it? Yeah, he's and great. People are impressive. People are impressive. People changes. All right. Um, so what do we want to talk about? We had So a- let's talk about, okay, so for the last few days, I don't know how many days it's been, four or five days, I've been bedridden and I've been uh, given uh, pain pills. I was high on Percocet for the last five days straight. Uh, and in that time- You also took them- a lot more than I have to be honest mm-hmm. than I ever thought you would. <laughs> really? Well, just knowing you, you've always not really, you know, you've not been into that. And I'm, I, and I'm I, afraid of pills, honestly. Yeah, and I, and I was, and when you took one, I was like, this will probably be her only one. <laughs> oh and then I remember that the day after you started them, I was like, did you take those yesterday? And you're like, I took three yesterday. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> really? High all day. I could yeah. The pain was unbearable, so yeah. I had to keep high. I had to stay high, unless. Uh, 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 Unless I wanted to die, it was terrible. So, yeah. But the good news is, uh, being high in a Percocet coma allows you to enjoy many television shows you, I normally wouldn't have the patience to enjoy. <laughs> there was one time, Jeans, I was so fucked up on Perks. Mm-hmm. You were in Vegas, which we'll talk about too in a moment. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were in Vegas, and I was watching a documentary on Netflix. And uh, I was three quarters of the way through it, and I was like, I don't fucking understand this. Like, I don't, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. I didn't understand it because it was in German. I was watching a documentary. <laughs> For how long were you watching it? <laughs> like an hour and change. And I was so fucked up out of my mind, I didn't even realize that they weren't speaking English. And I couldn't read because I was so stoned, you know? Like, of there course. Was stuff, but I wasn't reading it. Oh, sorry. Wow, what was that? That was something that was supposed to wait for a second. Go ahead. Um, so anyways, in my Percocet haze, I watched a lot of uh, couples therapy. Got to really get to know, um, what's his name, Joe. What's that asshole? Girls Gone Wild. Joe, Joe Francis. Francis. Got to really know God, about him. God, he could not be any more unlikable on that <laughs> fucking well, show, right? Actually, um, the therapist uncovers his painful past. What is the painful past? He was abused pretty badly, I think, physically and emotionally. Yeah. Uh, I think he was molested. So that kind of like when you find out someone was molested, doesn't it kind of take the sting away? Of Absolutely. Shitty? Yeah. You're like, Absolutely. Oh, you don't no, suck I, anymore. Right. But if you don't know that, you go, why do you fucking suck so bad? Right. Like Joe should open up every conversation with people with, I'm Joe Francis and I was molested as a child. Please don't judge me. And then you're like, yeah, well, of course you make girls go wild. Like, of course. Yeah. The couples therapy, huge. Uh, oh, yeah. Real talk. Forgot oh, the yeah. yeah. Real talk. Oh, yeah. Real talk. Oh, yeah. Real talk. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. Wow. 
How have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. More like, wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. We use Mint Mobile at the office and we have been saving so much money since switching over and setting up a Mint Mobile's website was super easy. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash mom. That's mintmobile.com slash mom. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash mom. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around. They get a beautiful gift, and you get the unforgettable moment of seeing the look on their face when they open it. The only tricky part, figuring out how to get the perfect piece at the best price. This is what I recommend for any jewelry purchase. Source it from BlueNile.com. Blue Nile offers thousands of independently graded diamonds and fine jewelry at prices significantly below traditional retail. They also offer peace of mind with every purchase with some of the highest quality standards in the industry. They're available 24-7 by phone or chat to answer technical questions and give recommendations for every budget. I know it can be overwhelming. I've been in that position. And what you want when you're getting into something like jewelry is an expert to help guide you along the way. You can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile also offers a diamond price match guarantee. And just in case you're not satisfied, there's 30-day returns. Shop Blue Nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler. Go to BlueNile.com today. That's BlueNile.com. Couple therapy. Uh, caught up on the Sopranos. And I think what broke my... I was getting depressed like day four or five of being in bed. I was like, I'm going to fucking never get out of this. And I... You know when you're so low and then you turn on the television and TLC, the learning channel... Mm-hmm gives you something that raises you out of the depths of despair, out of the darkness, the blackness that I was in. I turn my head up. I turn my head up from the bed and I see the man with a 132 pound scrotum. Mm, 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 and like mm. Auntie Fifi, I was like, hallelujah, hallelujah. I was so happy. This completely changed my funk. This pulled me out of, the depths of despair and it made me laugh so hard I, I it was like it was like god himself wanted me to watch the 132 pound man and ridicule i'm sorry the 132 pound scrotum man yeah and ridicule him so that i didn't feel so bad about considered to be of an average size penis as far as my testicle sack goes they've always been above average in size um my scrotum is about 160 pounds or so and still growing. What? The weight is probably equal to a very large 200-pound sack of potatoes. Oh, <laughs> Jesus, man. I like the jazzy music they're scoring. Yeah, this is, this is from a different show, but it's the same guy, obviously. Right. Um, at that point, he was only at 116 pounds of scrotum. Right. And then by the time TLC got a hold of him... 32, 132. <laughs> 132. The size of the testicle sack makes it impossible <laughs> for me to wear a normal set of trousers or, or, or jeans. Jeans? Yeah, so one must be innovative. One must be innovative. And he's such a nerd. It's so cute. <laughs> Who fucking just let this... For every step I take, it's like somebody else running five huh. steps. I draw attention everywhere I go. He loves you it. know, and there are a lot of people that will look and laugh and stare in shock and awe and amazement. And it's tough to deal with it, you know, because essentially this is a sort of a living and breathing treat show. Hmm. Um, you brought an interesting point up when we were watching <laughs> there's, this. There's so many interesting points. There's so many. One of them being mm. maybe when it's. <laughs> 40 pounds 
you go. I can't, I can't relive this again. Right. Because right. you asked me if I would, right. what would I would do <laughs> if um, my sack swelled up pounds, and I told you if I woke up right. and my bag was an ounce heavier <laughs> than normal, it's ER immediately. The show <laughs> is like he's because he's on disability, he's only eligible for medical coverage in the state in of Nevada. Nevada. He lives in Las Vegas, which is the perfect fucking city for this guy. And then you go, all right. And then it takes till the 132 pounds <laughs> and like nine shows have talked about you that you're like, oh, I guess I'll go out of state now. Well, he, and the thing is, is that his testicles, I'm sorry, his scrotum, it's not, here, let's explain this too. Yeah, explain the, the story. The, it's actually, he woke up one morning and he says that his leg slammed his testicle, right? Like his lamb, his leg wham, like hit up and he sat on his nuts. Like Mr. Belvedere. Like he belvedered himself, yeah. right. And uh, and it swelled up. It swelled up for the first time. And, and so it was like the catalyst for it was him sitting on his nuts. Mm-hmm. And he went to the doctor and the doctor was like, well, we don't know what this is. Well, it just kept growing. And it, and it increased at like three pounds a week or something like that? Or three three pounds. pounds a week. I'm sorry, is it a week or a month? Well, I don't know what the math Because four years in, it's 126 pounds. So what is that? Three a month? Um, yeah, 24, it's three a month. Okay. Yeah. So then it started growing. And then you're right, because he's on disability, the only medical providers he could go to are in the state of Nevada. And I'm guessing the doctors in the state of Nevada aren't the best because you're probably a dodging law. Like usually people go to Nevada because they don't have to pay corporate taxes they're hiding from some shit. Mm-hmm. It's a shelter for weirdos, much like the state of Florida. No offense, but that's just the truth. How dare you? So he waits 132 pounds of scrotum before he goes, maybe I should see a specialist at UC Irvine where they specialize in weird shit. Mm-hmm. Four years, Tommy. Four years. Four fucking years. I mean, wouldn't you risk? I would, I would be like, you know what? I don't have money. But I'll fucking find it. Yeah, of course. To stop my labia from growing. I'd figure it out. I would just be like, I think I would just, um, uh, you, you, could, you could manage to get a credit card, yeah. you know, and then just be like. Alone. Yeah. I'm going to rack it up. And you know what? I'm not going to pay it off. Mm-hmm. And you can, you can ruin my credit. I don't care. Yeah. But you're not going to ruin my testicles. Right. Or. I would rather be homeless and not have a 132 ball of mass person in between my legs. And it's heavy. His penis is buried inside of his scrotum. And they can't find his testicles. And they can't find the testicles. He hasn't seen his peener in years. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Bring your ball bag up into the van. He's trying to get in the van. Okay. Ugh. The hard part is when I'm trying to lift myself up here, yeah. mm-hmm. this is so heavy. The testicle sack is so heavy <laughs> that it, 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 I don't feel uh-huh. the support. Hmm. Oh. Oh, no, no, no. He fell. <laughs> oh. oh, shit. And let's point out, too, that he's not in good physical shape. Like, he... He shows him eating just piles of spaghetti. Um, he puts his scrotum on a crate, mm-hmm. and then he eats piles of spaghetti. Like he's really not a healthy human being. It's saying here. I see a video that he is now talking about his relief after surgery. Did you see right. this? No, oh, this I is didn't. From the show, though. Okay. I think. Um, well, we already saw that. That is the same thing. Freak show. Huh. That's weird. It's just a mislabeled thing. And then it says it says that he was um, offered, he's rejected offers to perform because, oh, he, li- he likes it. The organ made him famous. That's what it's saying in this other video. I don't know if that's true or not. No. Right testicle causing excruciating sharp pain, unlike I have doing so. My right leg... He always has a normal size scrotum. It changed in 2008. Okay. One morning, I sat up a lot quicker than I normally would. And in go. the process of doing so, my right leg slammed down on top of my 
right testicle, causing excruciating sharp pain, unlike I have ever felt before. It's as if as though a tractor trailer had rolled on top of me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so that hurts, and it says that the pain... During that entire day, nothing occurred. I thought I dodged a bullet. I went to sleep. Sometime in between then and when I got up, the testicle sack grew to literally the size of a soccer ball. Whoa. Whoa. And so I went to the emergency room. Okay. I was prescribed antibiotics to treat it as if as though maybe it was some sort of an infection. Soccer ball, day one. For years, I went to doctor after doctor and tried to find out what's wrong with my testicles. And no one could give me a true satisfactory (laughs) answer. All right, so... Go to a specialist, dude. grew from one soccer ball to the size of ten bowling balls. <laughs> I'm not able to wear pants. Instead of <laughs> pants, I am forced to turn a hooded sweatshirt upside down and oh. tuck inside the hood portion and clip it and with a safety pin or what have you and <laughs> stick my legs through the arms he of wears the hooded sweatshirt. You fucking man! It just seems like. But does that big old ball bag feel nice to get touched? Oh, I don't. I don't. Think you know what that's I mean? Happening. But does I don't think so. Like if you were to like just rub both hands, like cover them in oil, and just <laughs> kind of tropical oils. Yeah, girl. that wouldn't feel good. I don't. I don't know, bro. I mean. It's it's so hard to wrap my head around around what I saw, you know. Mm-hmm. He has a friend. He has two friends that come over and feed him. And um, I think what I like most about this guy is it's not even just the scrum. <laughs> it's that his personality. He's such kind of a nerd. Mm-hmm. Like if you listen to him talk, he kind of talks about himself in third person, which is very bizarre. Like he's very detached. One would think that one wouldn't have a large scrotum, <laughs> but one does. And you're like, okay. Uh-huh. Or you could personalize that. <laughs> one would not. Yeah. is a home health care attendant. She is very good at what she does. You ready to eat? I've been ready. He likes being she cared for at home. She has an incredibly cool personality. She likes my big nuts. <laughs> Suck on my I big really nuts. I to him as my other man. <laughs> so I'm like, I wash and cook and, and everything for him. That's my other man. One benefit of the testicle set is that sometimes it makes for a good resting spot for, the, for a plate, like a nice little table. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Always, there you go. A, always a bright side to the darkness. Ah, uh, man, that's so good. What do you think she gets out of hanging out with a guy with the hundred and thirty-two arousal scrotum? She's aroused. <laughs> there has to be somebody in Nevada. That's her job. That she's her his nursing aide. That's sexual. No, no, they're friends. No, it said it was, she's providing. It said on in the in the copy that okay. this this is a. Home health care provider. Oh, okay. Because after the service is over, like after the uh, operation, they they hang out. Like, oh, socially. okay. Well, maybe they so became, maybe became friends. friends. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, my favorite part, by the way, is he finally gets around to leaving the state of Nevada. He finds a specialist because that's really where you should have gone um, about a hundred and. 30 pounds ago uh-huh. of scrotum, you should have gone to a specialist. Like, find somebody. Go to the top. Don't start at the back of the line. Start I do that top. on uh, soccer ball day, day one. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, you go to the best. Like, when, when this thing happened to me, this medical issue, I didn't, I didn't go down to the local pharmacia. You understand? I went to Cedar sinai I went yeah. to the best in Los Angeles. That, mm-hmm. That's what you got to do. So, anyway, the doctor says, we can operate on you. But it's going to take about eight hours of operation. And this guy hesitates and goes, yeah, but isn't that kind of dangerous? I mean, couldn't I maybe die under anesthesia? Yeah, you fuck. And it's probably worth it. You might. We, we think, we hope you die. <laughs> right. Well, what, what options do you have? Your fucking balls are huge. It's either get the operation or go back home and eat bowls of spaghetti. Like, what are you going to... 
Hey man, the there's a there's a fucking sophomore in high school hanging between <laughs> your legs, in in your flesh, swinging up and right. down. Do you want to have call. that there, or do you want to fucking make the call? Live, take take a gamble, son. How's he doing now? I heard that he's doing all right, right? Well, the uh, the epilogue was just like he he goes. Uh, I'm just so excited to finally be driving. One forgets the simple thrills in life. Driving. One should have a 132-pound mass hanging from between one's legs. <laughs> yeah, so he takes a drive with the camera crew, and he watches a sunset, and he's very happy. And Is he going to get his spacey teeth fixed or not? Oh. <laughs> he has a lot of oh, room between he, each of those two fees. He, he kind of, and I, you know, he kind of has Jabba the Hutt mouth a little. <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah. sweet. Bless, bless his heart. Bless his heart. As Leanne Kreischer would say, bless his heart. Mm. Bless mm. that man's heart, jeans. Yeah, get your big old beanbag fixed if it's growing. Okay, guys. Yeah, you really, really should. Now, while I was bedridden watching the 132 pound man, mm-hmm. what were you doing? Oh yeah, I had a pretty good weekend. Oh, tell me about it. I um. You know, sometimes the Lord touches you on the shoulder and says, this is going to be a fun day for you. I got a call, a text really, last week um, asking me if I had the weekend off, which I did. And I said, and they said, yeah, we saw that your calendar was off, so are you by any chance available? And I said, I am. For what? And uh, I got to go and open for Daniel Tosh in Las Vegas at the Mirage, and uh, it was pretty fun. But that sucked, huh? I mean, it was it was a blast. I'll be honest; it was just like I, it's like winning a contest. It yeah. was it was silly. I mean, yeah, we flew private. Oh yeah, I've done that. It's not a big deal. Um, I feel like I was flying private on. Got first Percocet. class treatment. Very nice. Daniel could not have been more gracious. He's a, a just really a lot of fun. To hang out with, funny. Um, like I said, just, you know, was super nice. Um, I met his girlfriend. I was with his Andrew Wantuck, his tour manager, who's uh, an old friend of mine. And um, I'm friends with Andrew, too. Actually. Of course. I knew him, too, from okay. back when I was a stand up comic, too. Okay. Um, well, it was great. We had a blast. You know, we did the shows, we had dinner, we went gambling. And then uh, we did. Did you win? Well. Did you win big? Uh, no, and um, I didn't. I was up for a moment, and then I lost it all. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it was just—it was so fun. It's so fun to see. Like I've known, I've known who Tosh is for basically since I started doing stand up, and he was, you know, well—not even well known, well spoken of in L.A. Uh, and like people were like, he's a really good comic. Oh, dude! But to watch, he was always. Hugely no. admired by admired, yes, by all of us. But I'm saying the the whole watching his where his career has gone, and like you know, it's it's inspiring to see something like that, yeah, and to course. see like somebody take it where he's taken it, and to see how he does it now. I told him my like what I was most impressed with. I mean, I already knew of how successful he is, obviously, but was um, is the way that he just manages doing stand like he's a guy who's done stand up for like 20 years now and knows here's what's cool about stand up doing stand up here's what sucks about stand up everything else yeah so i'm gonna make it as little as sh- like take all the shitty parts and minimize those as much as possible mm-hmm. and that's what that flying private is about it's not about uh, uh flaunting wealth or anything or like you know just spending he's not, money he's not a flashy guy at all i don't think it's, that's it's literally about making life as convenient and tolerable for him as possible after grinding it out for so long so it's about mm-hmm. i'm leaving fucking hour and a half before the show landing there going straight there, spending as little time at the gig as possible. And the time that I am there is going to be spent very comfortably and fun. So I'm going to bring my girlfriend, I'm going to bring my dogs, I'm going to bring my friend, like that kind of and stuff. And like also I admire what you told me that he doesn't do that. Like I need, I need to have 20 guys around me. I need to have the entourage. It's a minimum. Yeah. yeah. Like minimum. I really respect that in a comic who can yeah. 
Some are actually in anybody that can uh, hold their egos down and go, you know what? I don't need to fucking impress yeah. 10 dudes. I can just have my immediate yeah, stuff was, around me. And He's totally minimalist like in every way. I feel like that's how I'm going to be when I have my private jet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I might let you fly on it. I'm married to you. That doesn't... So what? I can't even get a, a seat? Maybe. I don't know. I want a seat. Well, Theo's got a seat, that's for sure. His own seat? Of course. Jesus, Doggy Fifo. jeans comes everywhere. I admire her and I love her. <laughs> he does love me so much more than he loves you. That's very true. I'm sick of it. That's the only joy that I have in my heart, knowing that you were... Flying on a private jet and having fun with uh, I will Tosh. tell you this. I was I will bedridden. Tell you this. Just to, to not make you feel so badly. This yeah. is the honest to God truth. Yeah. Flying private is totally overrated. That's not true. No, it's not. I was just trying to make <laughs> you feel better. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you jerk face. Now, did they? Was there a stewardess? Did they give you warm nuts and stuff? Mm-hmm. Nuh-uh, there's a stewardess? Yeah, it's a guy, though, and he, he what? pulls, it, pulls his dick out, and he puts his nuts in your mouth. He's like, oh, <gasps> and he jiggles them. And you're like, I can't even tell there's two or three in here. Uh, <laughs> Give me more. Quit debating. Order your alcohol with DoorDash today and drink in the savings. Use code YMH24 to get 25% off, up to $15 value on a $35 minimum subtotal on your next alcohol order for eligible users only. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top shelf. With thousands of stores all over the country, you're sure to find what you're looking for and more. Beer, wine, mixers, mocktails, and more can be delivered straight to your door. Save up to 25% off, up to $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code YMH24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Terms apply. Must be 21 or older to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Your sex life is important, but your schedule is busy. You don't have the time to go to a doctor's office to get treated for your erectile dysfunction. Through Hims, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. Hims is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and 100% online. No uncomfortable doctor's visits. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash YMH. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash YMH for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash YMH. Hardmints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Now, uh, the, the wow. flight attendants are on depending on aircraft. This is a... Uh, a smaller one because it's such a short flight to Vegas, so there's no no flight attendant. Oh, well, this Daniel Tosh has it figured out, man. Yeah, it's great. Fuck. It's great. So, anyways, it was an amazing experience, and uh, fucking you 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 couldn't have a better crowd in Las Vegas. Vegas is very you know specific, and can be it can be a lot of babysitting in a lot of rooms in Vegas. Yeah. It's for, you know people are there to party, but his crowd was there to watch the show. Yeah, Vegas can sometimes attract. Uh, just really the king of the douchebags. Like yeah, yeah. Re- Though you saw them, the but his show, they were the a couple thousand people, and they're just watching the show. That's great. Yeah, laughing. Knowing. Well, because his crowds, they got to be respectful. He's not going to tolerate that shit. I, yeah, I guess guy. they know that. I, I, they must just know that, because you had, I had a little bit of like you know somebody yelling something at the beginning. Mm. In, a, in, a, in a room with a couple thousand people, it's not bad. Mm-mm. No, not at all. Yeah, to have a couple of people bark out. I mean, that's kind it's of to be expected, yeah. Wow. Very impressed, that's though. so impressive. I'm really yeah. impressed by you. By me? Yeah. What did I do? Well, you're very handsome. That's true. I got a very nice haircut today. Your hair looks he amazing. He spent 30 minutes. I don't even ask him to do this now. My badass uh, 
hairdresser, Mm -hmm. 30 minutes on the beard he does. Mm. Just with a comb, finely. Mm. mm, He looks at each, and then he puts the comb back, and he trims the beard with the comb. Mm. You deserve it. Thank you. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Tell everybody about the makeup you got. You're very happy with it. <laughs> I felt better the other day, so I went and I just bought some makeup. You know what I mean? I look like, like a fucking... I've been sick. I look like a fucking asshole. I gotta cover up these under eyes. You don't look like an asshole. No, and my teeth are very yellow. Thanks for not letting me know that it's about time I get my teeth. I gotta get my bondings replaced. We've been talking about this forever. And chipped, and I, my teeth are yellow. We've been talking about this forever. Here's the thing. I'm not looking forward to because the dentist we see here... He told us we have to do the bleaching tray. Yeah. Number one, it's painful. It's not that painful. And it takes forever. And it's if someone out there is a dentist, tell me the truth. Because he tells me, the dentist says, oh, that laser whitening isn't as good and blah, blah, blah. Tell me the truth. What's the best way to do it? Write in. Let us know. I think, by the way, I think that the laser stuff is more, it's definitely more immediate and yeah. bigger impact, but you have to do it more often. Oh, and I That's can't because once I get my rebondings done, yeah, they have to, they stay that color. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know? You know what I mean? But you got to see... We didn't fucking say this. So in Vegas, mm-hmm. you got to see your old band that you were a member of. When I was a young kid, I was in a band. A lot of people don't know. I used to sing mm. um, in a group that eventually became Boys to Men. And mm. they perform in the theater uh, that Tosh does before him. They do like the 7.30 show. He does the 10 o'clock show. He... Um, his manager, tour manager told me, Boys the Men, and I was like, I used to be in that group. And he was mm-hmm. like, oh my God, I'm sure they would love to see you. I went down there, saw the boys. Mm-hmm. They invited me to sing a song. I mm. I, I sang... Which um, one did you sing? I'll Make Love to You. How's that one going? Like you want me to, and I hold you tight, baby, all through the night. Did you remember the choreography or... Mm, they told me just they're like you just have like it's just innate just mm-hmm. skills mm-hmm. just do what you feel you make a lot of fists and... yeah so it was nice to just it was nice to sing again you know yeah oh yeah i bet it's nice to just get out there and be able to sing oh yeah i bet yeah that's cool um yeah i like to sing you we know did not mention this on the last show but big thanks uh Shit, what is this fucking guy's name? This is going to kill me. I'm such a dope that I've mentioned this. I don't even have the guy's name. Hold on, I have it here. We'll always love you. <laughs> That's from my concert. That's so good. That was you? That was me. Wow. So uh, when we were in uh, Dallas, was it Dallas or Houston? I can't remember now. Uh, Dallas Tejas? I'm in a, I'm in a fog. Where we got this. That was, we got that in Houston. We got that in Houston. <laughs> so we're doing the podcast, and um, a gentleman was holding up a painting in the back of the room, mm-hmm. but the lights are so bright on, on us, we can't see. He comes up to us after and hands us pro- probably <laughs> the craziest painting uh, you've ever seen in your entire life. Um, do you want to describe it, Jeans? It's amazing. It's in, it's in, it's incredible. It is Theo beautifully and very accurately painted on a human body. So the head is Theo's, but the body is a human, and the human body happens to be wearing a Cosby sweater, and it's go, it's immaculate. It is perfection. Perfect. That's true art. It's true. That art. is a real piece of art. <laughs> The, uh, I didn't even notice at the time that that Cosby sweater has a hand extended <laughs> that is black, so it's a true Huxtable. And it's right. just, it's, it's one of the most, I mean, that is our most treasured piece of art I now, mean, by but, far. Well, there's another one we have in the Mommy That's Dome. true. This I also love. Yeah, this. of Tommy and I in our, I'm in my pajamas. He's in his jeans. We are holding toothbrushes. What are those guys that did that? They used to be in Minnesota. Oh, yeah. And they... I remember they moved to, I think, Oakland. Well, these guys are amazing. Well, we ran out and we framed it, and it's in the Mommy Dome. Um, While you're looking for those guys' name, I just want to thank William Stutz for doing this. William, you have no idea how much joy you're bringing to our home. Uh, We painstakingly had this thing shipped back home to L.A., so it's home, it's with us, safe and sound. We're going to go get a frame. And put it in the mommy dome. It's it's just kind of unreal. It's on my Instagram. 
If you want to see it at Christina Piaz, that's Christina Piaz on Instagram. It's the most ridiculous thing ever. And thank you. It's really fantastic. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. Very, uh, very fantastic. Did you find the kid's name? I, I think I just remembered it. I think it is. Well, their Twitter is Crim, Crim City. C-R-I-M-C-I-T-Y. Right. And look, I go to their Twitter page. Uh, it's Will Grant, Ross Yates, and PJ Maracle, and it says Oakland slash Minneapolis. And um, hmm, they they had an LA show because we're the, we're their last tweet, and we nice. didn't even fucking see it. They had a they had a show in April. They haven't tweeted since April. Oh, but Crim City, you guys are awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, and um, also I asked you guys to send in. Uh, some trucker stories. <laughs> yeah. And we got some. <clears throat> and I'm super excited to read these. So this one's pretty, pretty wild shit. Uh, here we go. Big fan. This guy is uh, in Arizona. The first story I witnessed with my two own eyes, I work at company headquarters, which also serves as a terminal for drivers to stay at when they're in town. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they are here for only a few hours. Sometimes it's several days. This story involves a male truck driver that was at the terminal for at least three days. On day one, this man approached our station where the drivers can get supplies such as coffee, trip sheets, etc. He looked like your stereotypical truck driver. Nothing out of the ordinary. I see a hundred people a day that look just like him. On day two, same thing. He looks like Joe truck driver. But on day three, this guy approaches the station window and appeared a few inches taller. This caused me to look at his shoes. It was then that I noticed he was wearing high heels. (laughs) This was a bit odd to me, I'll admit, but as my eyes moved up, the oddity continued as I noticed he was also wearing a mini skirt, a halter top, press-on nails, large hoop earrings, and a blonde wig. But you notice this after the heels? (laughs) Sadly, no makeup. Rumor has it, this guy is a traveling lot lizard or as I call them, rest stop receivers, because all they do is receive loads 24-7. Oh, my God. <laughs> and for the record, this truck driver was really nice and professional, but he easily made for the ugliest woman I've ever seen. Oh. <laughs> for sure. Give me my reward. <laughs> I want to see all the cum on my face so I can lick it up. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Make sure it's a lot. I want a lot. Yeah. All right. Um, Also, on a related note, the terms dropping a load, dropped his load, and swapping loads, and every several other load variations are very common in the trucking industry. This was a huge problem for me the first, <laughs> the first three months I worked there as I would die laughing every time someone would say stuff like, I got a driver on the phone who wants to drop his load, but no one will take it. <laughs> my all-time favorite occurred within the first two weeks of my employment when the guy in the cubicle next to me was on the phone with a truck driver that tried to leave a receiving yard without delivering the freight. With a straight face and raised voice, the 45-year-old man shouted, Why in the hell are you trying to pull out without dropping your load? (laughs) I immediately muted my phone, put my head down, and proceeded to cry for 15 minutes. Get some more. Watch it go down my throat. Yeah, it's dick. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> she has that voice too. Yeah, they all do. Yeah. Damaged girls talk like 12 year olds. Mm-hmm. So uh, we have another one. This is another trucker story from Benjamin, uh, who we actually met in Dallas. We met uh, he and his buddy. So what's up, buddy? I remember you. I remember you guys. Uh, anywho, I've seen it all in my 13 years behind the wheel, like dudes jerking it. Chicks performing services while other oh while their men drive, couples beating the shit out of each other while driving, and I mean beating the shit out of each other. Guys on motorcycles getting taken out on the highway, which I definitely bet that happens a lot. 
Other 18-wheelers coming across the median straight at me, then flipping over. Holy shit. Women squatting in the middle of the day on the side of the road like it's no one's business. I've done that. I've got flashed maybe a dozen times. But here's why I'm writing you. One time I was coming into Austin southbound in the morning at 6 or 7 a.m., if you know anything about the stretch of road in the morning, I'd have to compare it to uh, the 405 freeway that we have here. Okay, so I mentioned along there, and all of a sudden the bottom drops out, and I've got to make brown. I've got to make brown now. Mm-hmm. I'm not moving on this highway, and the pain is intense. There are cars all around me, and for whatever reason, the first exit I get to is closed. Oh, don't you hate that? I do. Keep moving slowly south as I... As I <clears throat> I think it says, as the pain of the brown gets to extreme degree in this point, I've got to, I've got my shoulders pressed against the top of my seat, ass off the seat, butt cheeks clenched, and I'm still driving. So I finally get off the highway, and the station is on the opposite side of the highway. Oh, my God. God. As I'm running, hobbling into the place, I went around the wrong side of the clerk's desk, and I got to, back, to go back around. The clerks are laughing at me, but I made it to the restroom, and no sooner than my briefs made it to my knees, the brown was coming out. Also, as I sat there in relief, a few people commented on the stench. (laughs) (laughs) Can we tell you um, a number of um, emails have continued to pour in about the king? Hmm. And by the way, he took down some of his... I don't like that. Some of his YouTube videos. You know, we found him on LiveLeak the day after we posted his LiveLeak stuff. He's like, oh, I created a YouTube account. That's where I'm going to spend my time now. He doesn't add to LiveLeak anymore. He adds to YouTube. Mm. He put up like 16 videos, mm. and he took some of them down. That's weird. Um, but we got some emails about that. Mm-hmm. Alvin said, I can tell you exactly what causes that kind of fart. King mm. Ass Ripper is blowing air up his ass Mm. with a small handheld air pump. I know this because many years ago, my then-girlfriend and now wife and I would use a balloon inflator, (laughs) put it on the rim of our ass, and pump. It was absolutely phenomenal at the time because we were only like 14 at the time. You could produce ass-ripper-grade farts over and over again until you almost shit yourself. That's when I called it quits forever. Hope this helps. So he's calling him out as a fake. I don't know. I mean, I've heard that theory. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to discredit King Ass Ripper just yet. Hmm. But we've seen the... Vi- have we watched con- their continuous footage? No, they're usually... Well, there's some, but he lets out a few. You know, the montages are obviously a collection of his right. best work. Which could be cheating, which could be what this guy's very, talking about. This, this guy could be right. Hmm. And, uh, you know, this guy... Uh, it could be... It's devastating, though. It I don't is, want to hear that. It's breaking my heart. <clears throat> well, we have another theory about uh, King Asperger. Garrett writes in that he thinks that maybe what King Asperger is doing is part uh, a niche part of the BDSM community. Interesting. Uh, yeah, because he really seems to latch onto this glutton identity. I wonder if he identifies with it as one of the seven deadly sins. I'm now starting to view his videos as if maybe he is some sort of biblical scholar or maybe a religion professor or anthropology professor at some sort of small college. This guy tells us, Benjamin, (laughs) that he uh, was hung over, proceeded to walk home, put my headphones on. Five minutes into the continuation of your segment, I felt incredibly sick. I literally had to pull the earbuds out and wait till I heard one of your voices. And on several occasions, I had to pull them back out because I heard your voices yet. But I still heard the horrific sounds of this lunatic down here <laughs> shitting himself. I nearly vomited in public many times. Um, so many, a lot of like that, a lot of emails like that. Yeah, I mean, we got, come on, you guys, this was sick, over the top. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I'm a fartist myself, but fuck that noise. A lot of people didn't mind the farts, but then didn't like to hear him eating which is kind of where I leaned. Mm-hmm. I admire the farts. I appreciate the farts, but the eating was too much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. King Astrober, again, bringing up a lot for people. Bring up a lot for people. Um, do you have uh, what I think you have? Oh, wait, no. Hold on. I got no? one more oh, going. Okay. Uh, right. A while ago, we discussed ethnic slurs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for uh, Afghanistan, when I was there. You were surprised because yeah, we were many. watching um, a show. Inside the Vietnam Inside. War. For Hamburger Hill, I've become very numb. I hated the gooks. 
I wanted to kill as many as I could. And we were surprised that he very openly could say that on the show. But right. um, you pointed out that your time in Afghanistan, you, you the, the servicemen were very... Um, you know, PC, PC about the way they spoke about yeah, the this, enemy. This generation, we're not as at least I, from what I saw, nobody was calling right. the Afghans anything other than. So you brought that up, Afghanis, right? You said that on the show, and then <clears throat> so a service member wrote in, who's going to remain anonymous, obviously. Uh, okay, he said I listened to the podcast and uh, saying that you didn't hear what the soldiers were calling the local nationals in Iraq and Afghanistan. He was an infantryman. In the army, and he says, uh, well, we always called them Haji, or Hajj for short. The term Haji is supposed to be a term that is respected in the Islamic community because it means pilgrim, and is given to those that have made the pilgrimage to Mecca. Us savage warfighters are assholes, though, and use this term as an ethnic slur and called them Hajj. I will demonstrate the proper usage and context. Here we go. Man, it fucking smells like curdled Hajj taint butter in this room. I'm actually pers- uh, surprised that the service members didn't uh, that you encountered in Afghanistan didn't tell you that. Well, I don't think they were allowed to tell me that, and I'm I'm surprised too. I wish they would have shared that because ha- Haji, Hodge. Hodge. I think I did hear that. Maybe I did hear. Maybe Hodge. you did. Haji. And your Hodge. mind just didn't, you know. Sounds like packy, which is you know. That's a very racist term. Yeah, it's like but the N word. Just very casually threw it out there. It sounds like packy. You're just gonna keep saying it. Like packy. Really. I'll do what I want to do. It's my podcast. Okay. I mean, I'm not saying it in a but, hateful manner. Well, I just don't understand. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> it's not in a hate. It's just I'm saying the word just to say the word. Okay. It's not, not, no negative. Felt hateful to me. Well, your fucking face feels hateful to me. Um, Here, why don't you read it? Do you want to read this? Would you rather? Here. My voice is too delicate. Thanks. From Pete. Would you rather have OCD and your obsession is re-wiping <laughs> or have a chronic poop stamp? Oh. I hate the poop stamp. I can't do the poop stamp. I can't do it. I shower immediately. I feel like I already have this re wiping. <laughs> I think I do too. That's why it's always bleeding. How much does yours bleed? I do wipe to the point of hurting almost every time. Yeah. I don't like the brown to be there. I don't want the stamp. Yeah. I'd rather take the wiping. You'd rather take the wiping? Yeah, man. Yeah, the I stamp mean, is on. Undu- it's a, it's <laughs> just. Then I have one here. You know, we do these and they get like, they're just logged in this list. Yeah. I don't know which ones we've done before. Sometimes oh, they, sometimes I'm like, I've read it. Have we done it? Did we do, would you rather live with no doors on your house? No. Okay. Would you rather live with no doors on your house or live with no knees? Oh my God. <laughs> Hello. What? Kind of obvious. Really? Yeah. No knees. I mean, is that even an option? <laughs> That's the one you choose? Well, no, I choose no doors. Well, how do you get in your house? Wait, how do I get in or out? Yeah. Oh, well, I thought I thought just like an open hole, like a cave opening. Okay, that's how you can interpret it. That's how I interpret it. that. And like you could someone could come in and hurt no, you. No, I just I interpreted it as it's just a box and there's no way in or out. <laughs> oh. I like it that way. Oh. I just thought it meant we took the doors off the hinges. I think it's I think as you just look at the house all the time, you're like, I gotta get in that fucking house. <laughs> <laughs> and it's awesome inside, but oh, I don't know how to get in. That's really depressing. There's only third story windows. But no knees implies that you can't bend the knee, like you just have two straight sticks. Yeah. That sucks. It does suck. It sucks either way. Fuck. Okay, but let's take your no doors. Right. Big openings. And raccoons come Everything. in. Everything. Possums and you put up night. like plastic sometimes, but they just tear right through. <laughs> just the world can come in and out. Horrible people. Your dog runs away all the time. I think I might rather not have no knees, dude. Dude, no I'm way, serious. Bro. What do you mean, bro? You bro. would not be able to fall asleep with no bro. doors. 
You would not be able I, to fall asleep. You know asleep. what I would do, yo? More, what? Go, I would have like a like an alarm system, yeah. yo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then like anytime somebody come into my fucking house. You sleep with a fucking gun. Off. Oh, yeah. You'd have a gun. Rifle. In when yo, your lap. I would hire, I would fucking hire Tony Hinchcliffe. I'd hire his dad. You'd hire his there. dad? And he would watch the door for me. Tony, can your dad come over here and watch the door for me? Yeah, right. right? You'd have to get you'd have to get a uh, someone to do that. Hire a Puerto Rican. You'd have to hire a Puerto Rican to do that for you. When you're Puerto Rican, you're just Puerto Rican. All right, um, that's our show, Jeans. That's the Jeans Show. The Pull Jeans Show. Up. Please follow us on. Um, what do we? What do you want to follow us on? It's a jeansy jeans show. world. Twitter, uh, twit, 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 at Christina P at Tom Segorum. Please get tickets to our shows. Please subscribe and check out and listen to my new podcast, all about football. It's called Charge It to the Game. It's on iTunes. I'll get it up on Stitcher. Um, RSS feeds out there. We love you. My mommies love you. Bye, jeans. Bye, Stitcher. Charo the original mommy. Tak musi się to...